the Richmond Bridge, located in Tasmania, holds the title of being the oldest bridge of its kind to still be within use in Australia. This historic landmark also holds a more sinister title, as it's also known for being the most haunted bridge in the country. Chilling thrills, unexplained mysteries, and creepy stories that actually occurred. Welcome to Freakier Than Fiction. I'm your host Chad, and each episode, as you know, together we will dive into the world of the unknown. So, if that kind of thing interests you, and you haven't done this already, hit that follow or subscribe button, and that way you won't miss the next freaky episode. As this podcast is intended for mature audiences, discretion is advised. In this episode, we take a look at the story of the ghosts of the Richmond Bridge. Thanks to my listener Farley for the story suggestion. Construction of the Richmond Bridge began in 1823, and it was completed in 1825. It is made out of sandstone transported from a nearby quarry and was constructed using convict labour. The bridge was originally called Biggs's Bridge after John Biggs who commissioned the bridge, but it was later recalled the Richmond Bridge after the town that was built up around it. The bridge was originally part of the convict trail between Hobart and Port Arthur and part of the main reason it was built was so that convicts could be moved to Port Arthur from Hobart quicker. The bridge is still in use today and carries a small road over Coal River. It is a protected heritage site since it is widely believed that Richmond Bridge was the first bridge built in Australia and there have been few changes since it opened in 1825. One of the more famous of Richmond's many ghosts is that of a man who was supposedly murdered and thrown over the bridge by convicts he tortured during the building of the Richmond Bridge. He was known as the wicked flator George Grover. George Grover had been transported to Van Diemen's land after being tried at Winchester, England for stealing and arrived on the Earl of Vincent in October 1825, two years after the start of the building of the bridge. He spent a lot of time on the chain gangs for bad behaviour, but by 1829 his record shows him as a flagator at Richmond. It was at this time that John Lee Archer, the colonial architect, authorised the rebuilding of the piers of Biggs Bridge at Richmond. Grover is said to have ridden on the heavy hand carts full of stone from Butcher's Hill, which had to be dragged along by the convicts, and whipped the prisoners like horses. Grover was also well known for whipping convicts as they carried sandstone to the bridge site and one of his duties at the jail was flogging prisoners. In March 1832, an inquest was held at Richmond into the death of George Grover. 
who met his death by having been thrown over the Richmond Bridge. At the time of his death, Grover had visited the servants of a neighbouring farm, and witnesses stated that Grover had left the hut on the farm in a state of intoxication. On his way home from the farm, Grover had rested on the bridge and fallen asleep. From there, he was thrown over the parapet. Grover was found by a constable at 2am, almost crushed to death with the fall under the bridge on the broken rocky ground. Witnesses revealed that Grover was actually still alive after being thrown off the bridge and he accused four men of committing the act. Grover appears to have been an unpleasant sort of person all round, and upon his death, someone wrote across his convict record in large, beautifully written copper plate words, murdered March 1832, as if to say, thank goodness. He was buried in St. Luke's burial ground on March the 3rd, 1832, aged 27. No one was ever convicted of his murder, and his ghost is said to appear on the Richmond Bridge at certain times. George Grover's ghost is said to haunt Richmond Bridge and the area around it. He is sometimes seen as a shadowy figure walking across the bridge, or standing by the bridge staring at people. Grover's ghost is even said to sometimes get aggressive towards people, and has even been known to follow people home and haunt their houses for a while. There is also the story of a ghost that is that of a large black and white hairy dog, quite often called Grover's dog. One lady told the story about when she was a young girl of a dog that suddenly appeared beside her on a few different occasions as she walked across the Richmond Bridge at night. She said it stayed beside her until she reached the end of the bridge and then suddenly disappeared as quickly as it had come. Another ghost, this time a friendly one, is said to walk across the Richmond Bridge towards the town, often in daylight and occasionally at night. In the late 1930s, a former council clerk was researching into the history of Richmond and came across several stories which reported sightings of a man dressed in old-fashioned clothes walking across the bridge, but he was unable to find out any further details about the man. Later, in the 1940s and 50s, tourists visiting the town and inspecting the courthouse asked him the same question. Who was the man in the fancy dress outfit that they had seen on the bridge? They hadn't seen him come or go, but they all noticed his unusual old-fashioned clothes. A former resident of Gunning Street told a magazine writer in the 1950s of her daughter's encounter in the 1930s with the ghost of an old man nearby the bridge. Apparently he was dressed in a dark grey suit and wore a straw boater hat and carried a walking stick. From her daughter's description, she identified him as a local resident who had died some years previously and was unknown to the girl. Other sightings of this man say that sometimes he did not have his straw hat, 
and even that occasionally he did not have his head. This could possibly be the ghost of a convict. It is said that when the bridge was being constructed back in 1823, one of the convicts on the job committed suicide by jumping from the bridge. Allegedly, he was pushed to his limits by the poor living and working conditions while the bridge was still being built. Since his death, many have claimed to have sighted this man lurking on or around the bridge and often wearing a straw hat. Possibly the best known ghost after Grover's is that of Mrs. Buscombe at Prospect House, a lovely old home which is now a fine restaurant and accommodation on the outskirts of Richmond. Prospect Villa, as it was then known, was built in the early 1830s by James Kestel Buscombe using convict labour. He was an influential businessman in Richmond's early days, owning the Lennox Arms Inn, one of the two big general stores, and also at one time running the post office, as well as several other small shops and houses. James died in 1851, and his wife Elizabeth died in 1860. They are also both buried in St. Luke's burial ground. Mrs. Buscombe, before she died, was said to have become very distrustful and forgetful and decided to hide her jewels. Where she hid them, nobody knows. Nor could Mrs. Buscombe remember herself. Although there have been numerous searches, they have never been found. The figure of a woman dressed in old-time clothing and a white frilly hat is said to wander about Prospect House, possibly looking for some valuables that have been lost. She most frequently appears on the cellar stairs, sometimes sitting as though trying to remember. Sometimes she is seen descending the stairs as if looking for something, and sometimes just mumbling her to herself. A visitor to the house one day swore to meeting an old lady on the stairs and they sat down together for a little while and had a chat. His last name was Buscombe as well. The Richmond Bridge is visited by thousands of tourists annually. Unlike many historical monuments, there's no fence in place to prevent you from having full access. In fact, you can still actually walk over it and underneath the outer arches. There's no one there to charge an administration fee. The bridge is free to enter and open at all times. And who knows? If you decide to travel over it, who or what you might encounter whilst you go over it. Thank you so much for listening to the Freakier Than Fiction podcast. If you got something out of today's episode and you haven't done this already, hit that follow or subscribe button and that way you won't miss the next freaky instalment. And I'd love your feedback as it will really let me know what you think about this episode and other ones that you may have already listened to. So please take the time to leave a review and tell me what you'd like to cover in upcoming episodes just like my listener Farley did. Thanks again for the suggestion. If you want to get in touch, 
You can find a Linktree account in the description of this episode that has the links to all my social media accounts, including Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. I make sure to read all my direct messages and answer them personally. So if I see you on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, TikTok, or anywhere else, just know that I really appreciate all the support. And remember, take care out there and be aware. See you in the next episode.